Hi there, hello there. This is the Who Gives a Fit podcast, and I'm Sam, founder and coach for Who Gives a Fit. Our goal is to help women become stronger and more confident through fitness, nutrition, and a little tough love. First things first, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, please subscribe and leave a review if you love this content. You can also find us on Instagram for daily tips and inspo at Who Gives a Fit. I'm so looking forward to hearing from you. So before we get into today's episode, I am brainstorming a new intro for this podcast, and I was thinking something like the podcast for people who give a shit about getting fit, including that in there somewhere, or we could bleep it out like for people who give a about getting fit. I don't know. Leave a comment or find me on Instagram to tell me what you think. In today's episode, I'm talking about everyone's favorite weight loss tool, the scale. We love her, we hate her, we wish we could throw her in the trash some days. But why is that? How can a little piece of plastic and batteries take us through such a roller coaster of emotions on a daily basis? More importantly, why do we let it? We're diving deep today, baby, and uncovering why we're so conditioned to let an object control how we feel and how to break away from that. I went a little sass in my IG stories the other day. As a coach, I see amazing, strong women get completely emotionally wrecked by a number that pops up on a screen, and it frustrates me to no end. Not because they have those feelings, all of their feelings are valid, but because we've been so conditioned to think seeing the number on the scale go up is even just a little bit is bad. Like, that's not okay. We've been conditioned by the media and even by medical professionals to feel bad, to feel disappointed, fat, and like a failure if we gain weight. And I'm tired of that narrative. For starters, BMI is an absolute dump truck of BS. And I've seen too many examples to count to prove that's true. BMI has no way of measuring for muscle mass, and most of the bodybuilders you see are probably considered overweight according to BMI when we clearly know that's not true. Then we roll into media. Everything we see is lose weight, fit in your smallest clothes again, skinny is good. What about being strong? What about feeling good and creating a healthy balance with food? I'll admit I'm guilty of using some of those terms like fit in your smallest clothes and and lose weight, but I'm trying to change that narrative. And I started doing that a couple weeks ago when I realized how frustrated I was by all of this. Getting past these things is so important because yes, you may hide your scale and um, you may put it in the closet or throw it out or whatever, that's all fine. But if you don't fix these issues now, you are going to still have to deal with them when you're in a situation like at the doctor's office when you don't have a choice and you have to weigh yourself. So you're going to let that whole experience of going to the doctor ruin your day because you never fixed the mental part of the scale. I don't think that really makes a whole lot of sense. No, you don't go to the doctor that often, but I really don't think you should feel like 
you had the worst day ever just because the doctor made you step on the scale. scale. That doesn't sound like a life that I would want to live. So you, we got to fix these things and get to a point where you're stepping on the scale and you really don't give a flying fart about what it says. We're going to get to the point where we can use it as a data point only to understand how to reach our goals, whatever they may be, putting on muscle, losing fat, whatever. You're using it as a tool to measure progress, but not determine your worth and how well you are doing overall. Before I get into how to start changing your mindset around the scale, I want to talk a bit about what the number actually means. So some coaches will tell you to stop weighing yourself if you start expressing that the number on the scale makes you feel bad, which I understand their approach. The scale doesn't always tell a full picture and there are other ways to measure progress, but I don't see removing the scale as a good solution. It doesn't resolve the root problem and that's how the scale makes you feel. You've given this little number a ton of power over you and you gotta take it back. I don't really see it as any other way or you'll be stuck feeling these things forever. You have to recognize that it's just a data point and it measures more than fat. When we see a higher number on the scale, our mind automatically goes to the worst thing possible. I gained fat. When that's not what it's saying at all, you made that up in your head just now looking at that number. Weight gain can equal so many things, including the fact that you may have put on muscle, you may have more water in your body, you may have some more food in your body. There's so many reasons as to why that number could go up. I would, I would love to give you a little example that I used the other day. So I decided to go on a midi mini cut recently. Um, so just like a little, not as long of a period of cutting calories, but just something to kind of get my head back in check and help me get back in the mindset of like eating healthy food. Sometimes I'd gotten a little crazy <laughs> going out and just eating whatever I want. And I was seeing the effects from that. And I know that I shouldn't be doing that. So I knew it was time to reel it in. Anyway, where I'm going with this story was I started weighing in again and I started weighing in at 138 pounds. Okay. So this was a Thursday that I started on. And then by Saturday, I was down uh, a whole pound. So I was at 137. And then I had something that didn't really agree with my stomach over the weekend and Monday I was feeling really bloated and before I even got on the scale I knew it wasn't going to read 137 because of how I felt and because I have so much experience with weighing myself and I know if I feel bloated the scale is going to be higher that's just how it is there's stuff going on in my body and it's not saying that I'm fat. It's saying that there's something going on in my body. <laughs> so I weighed in on Monday and it was at 139. So higher than where I even started this mini cut. And 
you know what? I didn't feel any sort of way about it because I knew, like I said, going into it, that it wasn't going to be a number that was reflective of how I've actually been doing. And guess what? The next day, the scale was down to 136. Now, I did not gain and lose that much fat in that short period of time. That just didn't happen. So what else could it have been? I already knew that my digestion was messed up. And then it was probably a little bit of water and a couple other things going on. But there's no way to know. And I knew it wasn't fat, so it had no impact on how I felt about myself. So the first part of fixing your relationship with the scale is understanding what the scale does. It weighs your body. So anything that you are putting on the scale that's in your body, food, water, uh, your organs, muscle, skin, bones, all of that is being weighed. All of it. Not just fat. Okay? So when you see that number come back, you can't just say, oh, I gained fat or I lost fat. You don't know that. It's not telling you that. It's telling you that your weight is different than it was previously. Other things like how you're feeling in your clothes and how strong you are in the gym, how um, muscular you look in the mirror, those kinds of things help you give, give you an idea of what might have been lost. If it's fat, great. If it's not, there's not really much you can do about it. You can't pick and choose what your body takes off. Now, there are ways to make sure that you aren't losing things like muscle because we want to keep those. They're great for digestion and obviously having a defined look. Um, but, you know, uh, you can't just look at this number on the scale and be like, yep, that's fat that I gained. Absolutely fat. Because this scale went up, it's fat. That's just not that's just not true. And having that understanding going into it will make a big difference. So I kind of created a song. <laughs> I gave this to my clients recently. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it's just like a really fun way to be reminded that you aren't just measuring fat when you step on the scale. You're measuring everything else in your body too. Um, so when you get on the scale, what you do is in, you sing to the tune of head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees and toes. Um, but you use the words water, muscle, organs, and bones. And it's just kind of like doing a checklist of everything that you're weighing as you're getting on the scale and reminding yourself mentally, like, I am also weighing all these other things in my body. And I feel like it's just a really great reminder to get in that headspace that it's not just fat that you're weighing on this scale. So that's what I consider the first step to getting past these feelings you have against the scale. You might be thinking, Sam, I have one of those fancy scales that measures muscle mass and fat. And 
to that I say, that's fine and dandy, but those things are not very accurate. Just like Apple Watches or fitness trackers, like they're, they can only be so accurate. You are not going to get a super accurate reading unless you are going to a university and getting a DEXA scan because that is the most accurate measure of body fat and muscle mass. And other than that, you are just kind of basing it off of this thing. Yes, a scale can measure weight. It can absolutely do that. And each scale will have its own number. I don't know why they're all different. I can't tell you that. But what I do know is the weight part is the only part that is accurate. All those other measurements give you, get you kind of within a range of where you might be. So please take those scales that measure your fat and your muscle and your water and your bone density with a grain of salt. So after we have our solo debut, you're stepping off the scale, you might not quite be at the point yet where you're like, cool, awesome, data point, putting it in, moving on with my day. And so at this point, it's really important to continue to be in a positive mindset. Your song about all of the things inside your body probably made you laugh a little bit, which helped with the mood already, but we have to keep moving with that move mood as we step off the scale and we got to talk about words of affirmation so even if your love language isn't words of affirmation I don't think I've ever met anyone that didn't like having good things said about them (laughs) Uh, I think it's almost impossible to find that person so let's do some words of affirmation as we're stepping off the scale and going into our day These can be anything that you want them to be and whatever feels good to you. Like, I am proud that I'm making time for myself. I'm excited to be creating a healthier body for me and my family. I am thankful to have the ability to work out and move my body. Just find something that makes you feel good and helps you really build a more positive mindset around the situation of weighing yourself. I would love for you guys to implement these and come back and let me know how these are working for you. I would love to hear about what your positive affirmation is after you step off the scale. You can even send me videos of your song as you're getting on the scale. I think that would be really fun. Um, But I really hope that you guys can take these tools and start to implement them and build a better relationship with the scale instead of just saying, oh, I'm not going to weigh myself. This makes me feel bad. Let's get to a place where it doesn't make you feel bad so that it's not something you have to deal with ever again. Also, I want to let you know this. Yes, I want you to get past your mindset blocks around the scale, but I'm not saying that you have to weigh yourself forever. If you have a big goal that you're striving for, it is important to have that as a metric to check in on. However, if you are just maintaining your body, you've gone through the process, you're good with where you are on your weight, you do not have to be weighing yourself. But I do still think it is super important 
two, get past those mindset blocks. Because if you ever need to go back to weighing yourself again, you don't need to like get stressed out about it. There's no reason to be stressed out about it. So you got to fix that mindset first, get in a place where you are good with it and see it as only a data point. And then from there, sure, you can stop weighing yourself once you've reached your goal. I think that's totally fine. So I think that is pretty much it for this episode. Not a super long one. My other one was super long, so keeping this one short. But I hope that you found this helpful and that I want to hear how you guys are building a better relationship with the scale. So definitely come and find me. And of course, if you ever feel like you need someone to help you out or someone to be accountable to. Uh, I do also do one-to-one nutrition and fitness coaching and I have these conversations with my clients all the time. Almost every single one of them are working through this same thing and it just really helps to have someone there that you can reach out to and can reassure you and get you back in the right mindset as you are going through this process. So if that is something you're interested in, definitely find me on Instagram at whogivesafit and shoot me a DM and I would love to talk with you about getting something going with that. So I hope you love this episode. Please leave a review leave me comments, whatever you want to do, give it a thumbs up or subscribe, whatever you do on podcast stuff. Um, and I will talk to you next time.